Okay, we're back. And I just want to kind of wrap this up and let both of you kind of tell where you're at in your sobriety now. And um, let's go from there. Who wants to start? I'll start. So sobriety now, what does it look like for me? Um, well, one thing that I am working on is my relationship with food. That That's where my my addiction is currently showing up. And I mean, it's, it's always showed up in food for me as well. Like I'd be the guy that eats two entrees at dinner and I'm like really proud about it because I also had two appetizers and dessert. And, you know, that's like great. And people are, you know, they've kind of gotten to know us that way. And we're like, oh yeah, we do all this like cardio and we're always doing this stuff we deserve to eat all this food but after hiking 2200 miles and riding 5400 miles you really get a grip on what your body actually needs to survive doing all that physical activity and it is very rarely eating two entrees two appetizers and a dessert so now for me it's just like at dinner time, we eat what the package suggests, which is one portion per person. And that that's really hard. You know, it's really hard to, to eat what it tells you to eat. And we've actually gotten into the, you know, those meal plans like Blue Apron and Green, whatever, Green Chef, where they ship you the food to your door. And, you know, it's really nice because the food is super varied in you get to cook it and you get to do things, you get to follow the instructions. So it's this whole experience of cooking your own food that always tastes good because it's really easy to follow their directions. But in the end, I am not feeling bad about myself because I just ate seven portions of a meal. I ate what is meant to be eaten for a regular person. So that's kind of where my recovery is at today. That's like where it shows up. So I have the same issue. In fact, I dove off my roof into our above ground pool two days ago. Wow. And my, by choice? And by choice. I, right. I, used to do, I used to do flips off my roof into the pool. Nice. Yeah. But my belly's gotten so big uh, that my son made a video of it. Uh, and I hadn't done it for a while. And then I see this old guy with his big belly falling into the pool. I'm like, I've got to do something about that. And I've had the same issue. I went from alcohol and to just whatever looks good sitting around me. So I'm kind of where you're at in my recovery too, of like cutting back on my food. In the last three days, I think I've lost six pounds. I don't know if That's I amazing. I'm overdoing it, but I've really just chopped down to salads. Or yesterday we had steaks with all the kids over. I ate a salad, so that's about where I'm at right now. That's so. Cool. Do you, you don't have the, like with food, at least we don't wake up with all the shame, guilt, and remorse. Now that you're in your recovery, you don't have any of that anymore, do you? I, I do. The food, the food thing is still something where that, that'll come up in the shame and the remorse because sometimes we'll get a pizza. Well, sometimes we'll get Domino's, but we'll get two pizzas for two people and we'll eat them both. And at the end, it's like, 
there's that shame that comes up in the remorse of like, man, I feel like crap. My belly hurts. Why did I just eat 7,000 calories of a pizza? And yeah, I mean, that shame, it's still there because I look at myself in the mirror and I judge, I judge what I look like because that judgment in my mind, I'm still like 19 years old, 20 years old. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not 19 years old. I'm 35. And I don't look like I think I should look like, and there's that shame and that judgment, but yeah, it's, it's something that once again, yoga helps me work through that because I look at myself in the mirror during yoga and I, I feel that, that shame. And it's like, well, it's okay. This is just who you are right now. If you want to change, you will change. And you got to set the, I have to set the expectation that like, maybe this is just my body at 35 years old. I am not 20 years old anymore. I, that's maybe this is just who I am. And if that is that, that's okay. But I'm going to keep doing the things that help me get to where I want to be. You know, I have these small, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound steps to get me to my goal or how I want to feel or my dream. And, you know, eating one portion per meal is my goal. You've um, come a long ways, Bill W., in your, in your recovery. And that's really cool. And I'm just really glad to meet you. Kara, where are you at? Um, so I'm in a really comfortable place in my recovery. And I'm very grateful to be where I am today you know, through the telling of my story, you know, I've been a pretty successful person for most of my life and I have achieved a lot of things, but all of those things were really superficial. And I was always in a really dark place in my active addiction. And the one thing that I can say now is that I'm in a very comfortable place now with my mental health under control and feeling an acceptance of myself and where I've been in the past and a lot of motivation and excitement about what's left for me in this life. And, um, early on in sobriety, I realized that in, in order to live a life that I've never lived before, I have to start doing things I've never done before even if they're really hard. And that started with just not picking up a drink, but it turned into a lot of other steps outside of my comfort zone, stepping into things that felt really, really uncomfortable and hard. And through those actions over the past four and a half years, I've become stronger than I could have ever hoped for myself um, and more capable and you know, I really feel in many ways, like a superhero, um, for myself and that, you know, my powers just keep getting stronger the longer I stay sober. Um, so for me, it's just a daily maintenance of, um, getting enough sleep and meditating and having a healthy breakfast, drinking plenty of water, doing all of those things, um, to be well-rounded and healthy, um, maintaining positive social connections and um, giving back. And that's one thing that I'm really focused on today um, because for so many years I had to be so self-absorbed because, I mean, we're self-absorbed a lot in our addiction, 
but then in early sobriety, um, like you need to take care of yourself. And sometimes for many people, early sobriety is the first time they've ever taken care of themselves. And so for me, it took many years of just really honing in on self-care and learning to love myself, um, developing healthy routines. And now I'm at a place where that is really strong and really stable. And I just want to share it with others. And, you know, it's going to look different for each person that I meet, but that is my goal is to share the systems that have worked for me, um, the tools that I found helpful. And as a therapist, different tools that have helped different people that I've worked with. And I just want to help people have the life that they want. I want people to have what I have. I want to share that with other people. I'm very grateful for all of the people that have helped me all of the, like, you know, whether it's just a little word of wisdom or a book that I read or a podcast I listened to, um, that inspired me to continue to stay sober, to continue to work on my recovery, to continue to uncover who the best version of myself is. And now my main motivator is to help as many other people achieve that for themselves. So that's what we're working on in this business and these services that we're offering other people. And at this point, it's just been talking to a lot of people and figuring out where, where their pain is in recovery and figuring it out, um, between Bill and I, and our own experience and our own, um, pathway towards this place where we are now. And, trying to develop a pathway that's individualized for each new person in recovery that we meet. And, um, for some that's going to be, you know, supporting them in following the AA train and going to meetings and getting a sponsor and working the big book, um, for other people, it might be smart recovery or refuge recovery or recovery Dharma or all these various programs for other people. It might be completing huge bucket list adventures. Like maybe they want to hike the Appalachian trail too, or ride their bike across the country, um, or whatever it might be. I mean, we're all different. We're all going to take a different path, but we want to help people find the path that is best fitted for them to be successful in recovery. And it's not just being successfully sober. We want people to be happy and fulfilled in their recovery. Man, you guys are so badass. Um, and I think what you're building is, is so badass because there's so many people that just don't know what to do once they get sober. And then it's easy to fall back into their addiction because they're bored or something. Mm-hmm. So we were talking on, you know, on, on, on the side about putting resources up so people can find out more about you. So I'm going to build part of the resources page that I'm building I'm going to add your, you guys on there to where people can find you and uh, you can give them ideas and maybe, because look, for me, it's all about giving back, find, finding a way to give back. That's my purpose now. And that's what fulfills me is what it does for me is it restores my soul because I know the difference between being dead inside and being alive. And I'm alive in sobriety. You know, there's a huge difference for me. There so is. just so everybody knows that that's what we're going to be doing. I'm going to, I got to learn as I go guys. So it may take me a minute <laughs> or something, but we're going to add resources so that people can find you. And that's where it's going to be. Silvertownpodcast.com. Look under resources and pretty soon you'll see more about adventure memories on there about you guys too. So 
Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Love, love sharing, love talking with you. I, I don't know if like we had, we have this guy, Lilo. Um, he told his story. He was like from Ireland. And I'm, I'm always looking at, I look at the time, did we beat Lilo's story? <laughs> right. And we're right there on the edge. So we're, we've almost done it. And you guys can wow. see him on there. He's a great guy from, from Ireland that has an amazing story too. Cool. So you guys, thank you very much for, Thanks, is there anything else that you guys want to say before we end this? Uh, I guess what I would say if, for this person who's listening and it's like, I don't know what to do right now. Pick, pick something, pick a goal that's small for just right now, whether, you know, it's just, just pick something that's easy for you to obtain, make sure it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. So give them, Make sure that your goal fits those categories and then spend every day and work towards it just a little bit at a time and pretty soon you'll get there. You sound like a real therapist, Bill. No, he does, you. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And I, I would just say to anybody out there who's suffering in their recovery, um, something that I've always said to my clients, and it's a mantra that I use for myself, keep your head up, even when you're fed up, because life is not easy. And if anybody ever told you that it is, it's not. And guess what? If you're an addict and you're in recovery, life is just an extra layer of hard. Um, but it does not mean that you can't be happy and you deserve happiness. And there are lots of different ways. And if you think that we could help you, please reach out because we'd love to help you if we can. Boom. Thank you guys very much. Everybody just go over to you know, you have these podcasts and then silvertownpodcast.com. Look under resources here real soon and you'll see adventure memories also. Okay. Thank you guys so much. And remember, pour the poison down the sink. <laughs>